I think that you need to come into this with questions. I don't think eating chips is going to help the situation. Uh, I have so many questions. I have lots of papers here to ask you questions about yourself. This is, my, this is me fumbling my papers. Wow, so many questions. You just lost so many people listening. <laughs> fix, fix that in post. <laughs> um, well, it's been a year since you have ch- chatted with me at yes. all uh, in person or remote. I we know, we never up. talk. We did not break up. You're going to cause people to freak out. I don't think anyone cares. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, I'm just trying to recount, because I didn't listen to it before this episode, but um, I'm trying to recount. Do you remember what your tone was a year ago? Because it was about a year ago now that you recorded. It was probably that I was just starting to feel a little bit better on the bike, confidence-wise. But do you... Rem- so how, how would you explain that versus now? Like, what's changed in the last 12 months? I mean, I think the difference is even the very first ride that I took this year, I felt totally fine on the bike. I mean, I'm not perfect. I know that. I know I have things that I need to work on, like tight corners and tight turns and that kind of stuff. But I'm not... I mean, last year, my very first ride, I was literally shaking in my boots. I mean, I was, I was shaking. And this year, the first ride, it just felt natural. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. I had mentioned to you, like, in February about the MOA's premiere training. Yeah. In September or August or something. Um, I guess don't feel bad because what I'd heard when I went to Greer was that last year's women's only training, I think only 10 women, oh, sorry, two women signed up for it. Mm-hmm. And so they ended up doing, they ended up opening up to anyone like a week before yeah. and just filled it up. Uh, which is unfortunate because there are probably two women that were excited about having a women's only training and then they show up and there's 12 dudes two women. Right. I would be frustrated by that. I would actually hope that they, I'm not trying to say anything bad about the company. I don't know what they did, but I hope that they reached out to the women to say that they were yeah. opening it up to other people if that changed their minds about attending. Cause I probably would only, I am not super interested in going right now, but I would really probably only go if I was assured that it was truly going to just be a group of women. Yeah, I, I have no idea how that was handled. Yeah. And I, I know no, that I know. as of now, there's like still 14 spots and all the other trainings are booked. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard. I mean, I can't speak for others, but for me, do I think I would benefit from training? Absolutely. Do I, I guess maybe I just don't take criticism super well when it comes to something that I don't. I mean, I feel more confident on the bike, but I'm definitely not confident in my overall ability. Like compared to you, it's just a joke. So, not in skills. You mean in confidence? No, in skills. Oh. I mean, I, I I know that I would benefit from whatever they can tell me that I'm doing wrong when I go into a really tight turn. I know I would. Yeah. But the idea of putting myself out there to be told what I'm doing wrong is not something that really attracts me. 
So especially for the, I mean, you look at the cost, like it doesn't sound like something that would be enjoyable for me. So why would I pay for it? But I, but I realized I would benefit from it. Like that's, that's the mindset, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I talked to a woman virtually on the MLA forums. Um, Cause I had created a thread that was, Hey, if you go to the training, use this thread to post your experiences. So anyone throughout the year can post how that went for them, photos yeah. and videos. Uh, and then she private messaged me and asked me about generally how the performance center was. And then like, I just gave her a whole bunch of information. I linked her to a, um, to a video from like the training I did at the performance center. Um, and she's seen, I mean, one thing, the reason I bring this up is because I told her the same thing that I would mention to you, which is the trainers are pretty, you know, they're, they're, they, they were pretty good at catering to yeah. like, they can see where you are and there was really no, it wasn't a one size fits all kind of training. Sure. Like if someone was really bad, they wouldn't hold them to the same esteem as someone that was really good. It was it was very catered, um, so I, I wouldn't feel bad about having anyone, no matter gender, at skill level to go. But yeah, I mean, I guess you have to be kind of receptive to it. But I also think you have to be like excited about it, and I it doesn't sound, it just doesn't sound like something that I want to pursue right now. Even though it's something that I know I probably should pursue. Yeah, I, I didn't want to. I wasn't talking to training. I was just thinking about no, in, gen in general. That's the one thing that I do every year that you haven't done. No, I think it's worth mentioning. I I mean, I recognize that I'm someone who would, anybody would benefit from training, but like I absolutely would benefit from it. I just, maybe it's a mental block. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how many, I guess you don't know this answer, but how many miles do you think you rode last year? Like 2,000, 3,000? Well, my bike has 2,400 miles okay. on it. And you didn't ride the first year you got it because you got it late in the year. Right. And so you did... And didn't it show up with 200? Yes, you did about 2,000 last year, I'm guessing. About 2,000 because I rented it out to somebody who rode it a okay. couple hundred miles. All right. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. They got it to 1,000 and then you took it to 2,400. Right. Okay. Well, you, it was like 800 right, or yes. whatever. Yeah. They, they, they put a couple hundred miles on it for sure. Does it make you feel good that, like, and this is probably an old statistic, but that the average motorcycle rider does like three thousand a year? So you're you're basically right at average. I think I considering think how averse I, I mean, I had I had a lot of opportunities to ride last year that I should have and didn't, and I think if I embrace more of those opportunities this year, I'll see a higher mileage, which. I mean, I know maybe people don't have goals to like put a ton of miles on their bikes, but for me to be able to offset those miles from the car is kind of nice. Mm -hmm. So if I, yeah, I mean, it's great that I was average last year, but I feel like I can definitely exceed that this year because we only had one solid like three and a half hours one way trip last year Yeah, to Northern New Hampshire. So like the Canadian border. So I definitely did a lot of, you know, smaller trips with you last year, which was nice. But like this year, when I go up to work 
in the garden that I maintain and plant and all that fun stuff. Like if I just take the bike each time that I do that, that I don't have to carry big tools. Yeah. <laughs> that will just be more, I mean, that's what, like a 40 miles round trip. It's not that mm-hmm. much, but I go up there two or three times a week. So just adding those in probably will help. Well, and now you know that every every three and a half hours of riding, you'll get a ring. I'll propose to you every three and a half hours of riding. So <laughs> Apparently, all I needed to do was get a motorcycle license and actually give it a shot for a season. Yeah. Yeah. Good on me. Yeah. I, no, I, 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 thought, I thought the amount you did was was in line with what, you know, most people expect to do their first year. Um, well, in last year, I mean, I know you don't want to talk about you a lot, but I'm, it's just as comparison, like you definitely did more than I did, but you said last year was a pretty small year for you because of COVID. So yeah, it's not like, yes, I had, I had lots of opportunities to jump on the bike for closer trips when I didn't have to jump in the car like I did, but it was still a smaller travel year all around. So yeah, it was a 6,000 mile year for me. Right. And one of those days was the iron butt, which is a thousand miles. Right. And then the other, another thousand miles, that was our Colorado trip. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was very, that was very little. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel good about what I did last year all things taken into consideration. However, I can definitely do more this year. Yeah. The, um, um, I mean, this year is going to be another fairly low mileage year if I'm being honest, because I'm Mm -hmm. going to, you know, two rallies that are far away, but I'm not riding there. Right. And I'm not doing the trans Tega this year. Um, there's Everything still I'm doing a is tiny local. chance that Canada opens, but but like Delaware, that training I'm not riding under that. I'm driving under true. that. So there's all I'm 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 squandering, and I didn't go to the Tech Day this year in DC, so I'm squandering a lot of long distance opportunities already. Uh, I don't I don't know what I don't know what it is. It's not it's not that I don't like long distance riding. I'm just not seizing that opportunity. I mean, maybe it has to do with work and just. Yeah, you've been busy. I mean, I think some of it has to do with convenience. Like, you are constantly working. So it just sounds like more work to ride further when you're going to be given a bike for a training. So why ride down just to jump on a different bike? Right. Yeah. And for one of the rallies, you're just, I mean, if you go to the rally out in Montana, like, you're going to be there for four days. So riding there and back given all of your work you can't really do that well and enough uh, truly enough about me but my after spending a little bit of time down in the um you know near the moa headquarters i do i do think i'll be elected this year um i don't think i'm jinxing myself to say that i feel feel like i've talked to enough people now that i think i'll i'll get a board seat which means i have to go to montana i can't get out of it no, I think that's going to be a really fun trip. I would go if I had more PTO, but I'm taking a lot of time to be able to go to other rallies and, you know, camping weekends with you. And then we have the wedding and mm-hmm. a couple of trips after that. So I, yeah. I just feel like 
I don't want to push it too much with my own time off. I don't want to not have time off for next year with my office. Yeah. So, um, Oh, we, uh, we heard today that, um, work is going to finally start adding sick leave for us. You didn't have that? Oh, no. yours is all lumped into one. Yeah. So employees that have been there for 10, ye- 10 years get uh, 7.75 hours of paid time off every two weeks. And that doesn't affect your... And it caps at 25 days or 200 hours. Okay. Or 21 days, whatever, 200 hours, whatever it is. Um, but they're adding in five days per calendar year of sick leave that you get on January 1st. You just get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't roll over, whereas PTO up to 200 hours does roll over. So I'm federal. We have separate annual leave from sick leave. My sick leave is like half as much as my annual leave in each paycheck. But sick leave, there's no cap, and it does roll over. Annual leave, there's a cap which rolls over, but if you exceed the cap, you have to, it's use or lose hours. You have to use them by the end of the year or else that, those hours beyond the cap, you lose them. Yeah. I'm not, that, you, it sounds more confusing than it is, but. Well, they weren't, you know, they weren't, it was pretty clear that like, they're not requiring doctor's notes, but they really is for. It's for the safety of everyone else in the office. You know, when you're sick. I think it's really smart for an office that didn't have sick leave to add it in after this pandemic. I mean, I think that's the responsible thing for a company to do. Yeah. And they they weren't going to police it the first couple of years. So if someone takes off, you know, day after Christmas claiming they're sick, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, they're just asking people, just please be actually sick. Um, and if they feel as if that's being abused and they might start requiring doctor's notes, sure. which sucks because if I wake up feeling sick, I don't want to have to wheel myself into a hospital to prove it. I rather I'll just work cause whatever I'm, I don't want to go to a hospital and get a, a bill for that. But I'm going to guess that also means that companies like yours will also start supporting further telework if you're feeling sick, but you can probably work, but you know, you probably shouldn't be in an office setting. So I'll be home. I'm not, yeah. I mean, I know your office was already going to be supporting a lot of telework, but I think, That's in I think in general, like that'll be companies. thing anyway, where yeah. you can do homework. Yep. Um, so you're starting this year off feeling better. Yeah. We just went for a ride last night, which was nice. Went and up you, to my hometown. And you, um, you still have one more piece of gear that you want to buy, which is your jacket. Mm-hmm. But you have gear. It's just you kind of want a nicer jacket for it's waterproof. Yeah, I bought an Olympia jacket two seasons ago, mm-hmm. um, which came with, you know, a rain layer and it's warm and you can open it to be vented and it's done everything that I want it to do. But um, it's a little bit shorter than I want it to be. And I have a climb mesh jacket that I really love and like the length is perfect and it just feels really nice. So I think that's probably the brand that I lean towards for a jacket. Plus everyone should know that government employees get discounts for the climb that they apply. That's true. I always tell everyone, like if you are EMS or military, 
like you should send them a note because you'll get like about 25% off. I think it's 30. Yeah. A lot Which of people. pretty solid. A lot of motorcycle riders are in the military and they just yeah. don't know that discount exists. Yeah. You have to reapply for it every single time that you want to use one. So right. they'll re-review you. So it's not like it's just a standing thing. Um, which I misunderstood because I tried to use the same code a second time and it was refusing it. So I contacted Climb and they said, oh, no, 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 here's a new one. Mm -hmm. Because I contacted them from, uh, well, I contacted them from my personal email address, but included my federal email so that they could verify it. But yeah, it's super easy. I've never had a problem with our customer service getting a code and... It's uh, it's just, I mean, it's a solid amount of money that you save at 30% at the mm-hmm. cost of their jackets and pants. Yeah. Like, it's pretty good. Also means that they're still making a profit, too. Yeah. <laughs> 30% off. But yeah, I really like my <laughs> helmet. I have no complaints about my helmet. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should, but I don't know any better, and I really, really like it. I have a Nolan um, modular. It's just, it's just too cheap for me to like it. Whatever. <laughs> it was still like a $400 helmet. <laughs> You're just a tool. <laughs> um, I have two pairs of climb gloves. One is like summertime and the other one's. Yeah, you don't have a touring glove. I don't know. Do I not? No. What does that mean? Well, it, you know, it, 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 a touring glove is a kind of glove. and it, You can't really use them off-road because they're usually too thick for off-road use, but... You know, the touring glove is going to be a glove that you can wear from before sunrise to like dinner time, meaning that you get on the bike at 40 degrees at 5 a.m. or 50 degrees at 5 a.m. You get a bout of rain throughout the day. You need to use a touch. You need to use your phone. It has a touch screen and function in there. It's got padding on it. None of your gloves have padding on them. Uh, it's a gauntlet so it goes up past your, your thing. Oh, okay. It's, 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 not, it's not overbuilt. It just means that you have one glove that you can wear all day long. And it's, you know, cold, hot, rain, that kind of I stuff. I guess rain is where I don't have it covered. Because I like the gloves that I bought last year, the ones that are a little bit warmer than the they mesh. They just don't need padding on them. Well, they have They're more just, padding than the mesh. Yes, that's but, true. That's true. But no, they don't have the the really thick padding that you had. Hmm. What's wrong? Uh, just It's uh, property emails. That's a very long voicemail. Oh. I figured you'd cut this part. I just didn't. I knew that you missed a call. Like, this is the first, this is a transcription. (laughs) It just keeps going and going and going. They talked for like three minutes. Oh my gosh. I guess it's for the better that you ignored it. Um... No, I, I think I think the glove, the glove and the jacket thing is it because you you like your shorter formal boots. I love my pants. I love my boots. I love my helmet. I'm happy with my gloves, even yeah. though you think I need another pair. No, I, I, the jacket's really the only thing that I, I could use this year. I feel like when I go on like a five day trip, I end up bringing three pairs of gloves with me still. You know, and it's just because. I don't, I don't know what the moods change. I don't know what way to explain it, but like. I feel like I would feel similarly about jackets. I love my mesh jacket on a hot day. Yeah. I really love it. And I would imagine that when I upgrade my other jacket to a, a better, like, you know, waterproof all around jacket, I would still want access to a mesh option on a hot day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right. I know that you really aren't supposed to pack two jackets for a trip. 
Well, with, when you and I ride together now, it's much easier. We have so much space. That's true. It's amazing how much space I have with, because once, because one person will just carry all the camping gear. The other person has empty boxes. That's true. Um, we had some good camping trips. I'm looking forward to camping this year. It's just been, it's still cold, are right? You it's frosty nuts? No. Here's the thing about Frosty Nuts. I'm sure everybody has a great time. It's everybody great time. seems really lovely. I'm Home on brew the f- and lasagna. I'm on the Facebook group for it in your honor. And they're all excited. They're all very excited because you don't have Facebook. Mm. However, I every year watch you come home from that weekend complaining about how cold you were or how rainy it got. And how miserable you feel. So it's not really selling me on the notion of joining you. Yeah, last year it was like, I think I came home saying, did you know Jesse almost died because he couldn't find his tent? (laughs) And he slept outside at 27 degree weather all night under his motorcycle jacket. So I think I'll stay put. (laughs) It's going to be great weather. But the other thing is, and people are not going to care about this because they're here for motorcycle content. I like spending my summers split between my gardening and joining you for motorcycle stuff. So I need to start using some of these nicer weekends to prepare. It's a really big garden up on my family's property. You have all my dates. I mean, you know know well in advance there's something you can go to if you want to go to it or not. I know. But I also know in advance what weekend you're gone so that I can really focus on being up in the garden to prepare. Mm. It's a big garden. Yeah. I'm cheating this year. They don't care about this. Well, no. The guy I told you yesterday was tending to his tomatoes. Okay. So maybe they do care about this. I think it's universal. Well, I'm using the black plastic mulch this year so Mm -hmm. that I don't have to weed as much. Maybe that will help with some of my event attendance. We'll see. But... The reason why it was a lot of work last year is because it had not been weeded in 10 years. Five. But yeah. I mean, the the grass really took hold. Yes. Are you getting it tilled again by your tractor thing? My dad is going to till it with his new tractor. He has a whole system that he can use for it, and he's very excited about it. All right. Have him till the whole freaking property. (laughs) All 22 acres. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, he's going to handle that part. But anyways, that's where I'll be able to like take my motorcycle up to on mm-hmm. weekends when I need to go up to do the little bit of weeding that I do have to do or harvesting or whatever. But you also know too, and this is, I mean, this isn't really, it's related, but it doesn't really impact you, I guess. But all, most of the stuff that we do up here is all within an hour and a half drive of the farm anyway. You could, if you wanted to, if you really wanted to camp, we could go up to somewhere camp and then you leave for all day Saturday and hang out in live and then come back Saturday night. I mean, that's... I could, but I've looked at our schedule for this year and I don't think that I have to try to overlap things because I'm going to be needed less as far as weeding goes. And like after Frosty Nuts, we have one weekend home, but then you're gone at a training. Um... We're probably going to have our first weekend camping the weekend before Memorial Day. Where are we camping? Did you book places yet? Because we didn't book it. It's going to be all booked up. It's not going to be all booked up. We'll find a spot. Okay. There are state parks. They're all booked. No, they're not. Okay. Are they really? Yes. Hmm. I'll look into it tonight. Everything. Everything's booked. Everything. It's going to be fine. 
Then we'll go up to our friend's property in Vermont. Okay. We'll make it work. But yeah, no, I mean, there are just, there are a lot of weekends where you'll be gone or I'm joining you. Mm -hmm. But we've also built in some weekends where we're not going away because we have a dog who we can't actually leave behind every single weekend. Yeah, instead of getting the husky, I should have gotten a Ural this year. <laughs> Put him in that thing. Porter would hate it. It's got a topper. He can't get out. He, yeah, I know, but he would hate it. I still think he would look really cute in those, um, like the pilot's gla- goggles with the leather hat. He would just sit there and stare at you. He'd be so mad, but he'd look cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we have a fun summer ahead of of motorcycling events. September yep. is going to be packed. Yeah, that was uh same guy I was talking to yesterday about that. He was asking when the, uh, cause I told him I was hosting the, the sugar bush getaway. And he said, what weekend? I honestly didn't know. I should know because I'm in charge of it, but I'm in charge of everything that month. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's just back to back. I know it's going to be a really busy month. Yeah. But I mean, leading up to that, we have plenty of weekends that we will be getting away. Well, yeah, with the with the Canada thing in my mind canceled, that's opening up to you know, it's like two weekends that are now free in July. The other thing that I'll mention is that although I do really enjoy going away with you on camping trips and stuff, I don't want to fill summer with only that stuff because not just the gardening, not just the dog, but we also live on a lake and I really yeah. like being social with our neighbors and just hanging out on a float in the lake with a drink and mm-hmm. and enjoying fire pit time with neighbors who we can't really, well, we haven't been able to like safely hang out with in the winter time. So it's just nice to build yeah. some of that time in too. Yep. So it's for me, it's about balancing all of it and mm-hmm. making sure that I'm not feeling like I'm missing out on one specific component of summertime that I really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I know you'd probably like to spend most weekends camping off your motorcycle. And you could. I just wouldn't be with you every weekend. Yeah, I, I, I definitely, you know, it's almost like that... Uh, from the movie Office Space, that sort of question of like, you know, your guidance counselor asks you what you would do if you didn't need to work. And that's what you would be doing. So like ignore paychecks and, yeah. and rent. Um, it wouldn't be motorcycle riding full time. I wouldn't do that. Um, but I would for sure like pick up July 1st every year and come back in September. It's so interesting because I do the opposite. Like if I, if I had, if I had no one or no one to answer to, I would pick a, a direction. And for, you know, that eight weeks, I would go in that direction. If that direction means SoCal to like Baja, Mexico, or if that meant, you know, to Alaska, or if that meant Newfoundland or Florida, I would just go in a direction. Um, and, yeah. and and for 10 years, because for 10 years, I would see it'd be a different route every time. I would see so much. If holidays weren't a time that I really want to be with family, which I do, I would say that I would spend, you know, November through March 
in the entire southern portion of the, like seeing different areas of the states south of where it's cold. Sure, that that too. <laughs> yeah, that too. But I like summertime up here so much. It's so nice, and it's nicer than so many areas in the country. And it's it's, it's just so much more mild than it is in other yeah. spots. But you know. Same idea, though. I mean, the idea of, like, traveling all over the country sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. We'll do something and, and like that, that at some point. It's not that I don't point. want to see, like, Europe, but we've gone there a lot. But, you know, we, there, that trip to Colorado, it just showed me there's just so much more in this country. Like, it's funny because I lived in California for five years. I went to Washington. I went to L.A. I went to Vegas. But I never explored, like, Montana, South Dakota, Mon, uh, Colorado, Utah. I never explored that area. New Mexico. There's a lot of riding in that area I've never seen before. And you can cut this if you want to, but we've talked about the fact that I feel like a lot of people do things backwards from how they should. Like I feel like you and I should do what we can to see the different areas of this country and enjoy them on motorcycles or in camper or whatever while we're younger because... Yeah. Touring Europe is super easier, not easier, but it's, it's, it's easy to do when you're older, if you have the means to do it, because it's not physically demanding, like jumping on a motorcycle and seeing different parts of the country now for us. Like, I don't, I don't know if, um, Mount Rushmore is rascal accessible. <laughs> I don't know. And so when I'm 65 and I'm on my rascal, I don't know if they're going to have a ramp for me. So I should see it now while I can walk it. I'm not going to, I'm going to complain about walking over there, but I'll walk No, but you know what my point is? I just think like now or the next 20 years is a really great time period for us to try to see everything that we want to see in the States. And you you know, though, when I'm 65 and I'm a rascal, you'd be like, damn it. He warned me. He warned me for 40 years. No, I'm going to be like, good. That gets us on the plane sooner to go out to Europe. That's true. You know? Priority. You can lean down to Literally kiss me. Literally priority. I can lean down to kiss you. That's uh, nice. Under the Eiffel Tower, you can lean over to kiss me. <sighs> he really thinks he's going to have a rascal one day. I really hope it doesn't happen. The commercials to say that you get him for free through your insurance. Well, I haven't gotten that call. <laughs> I'm waiting for Signa to call me and be like, hey, congratulations. Here's your free rascal. Where do we ship it? Adam can't help himself. He needs to be on some number of wheels always. Yeah. They got like off-road rascal wheels. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this. I think it would be it would be nice to get away from this area for longer. Yeah, I, I'm not really. I'm not doing anything to like set that up, though. No. It's not, not you know, but it would be something of interest to me to do that. Um. I mean, definitely the new program we have where you can do 90 days from anywhere, that's nice. Right. And it it might be that this year, you know, I bake all of my interns into where they all leave in September. And then I set it up where I don't get any more until January. I just do it that I design it that way. And then I have, you know, a couple of months off. But then I need to make sure that I'm still adding value in my day job because... I won't really have a date. I won't have a job to do. I think in reality, it's more like maybe you have a month between programs, not three months. Yeah. Because I'll also throw it out there that I'm probably not going to 
unless we're with your family, I'm not going to want to spend Christmas away from my family. Oh yeah. So I mean, I like, I I love spending time with you, but I also really enjoy holidays with family. Yeah. This year in particular though, because we have a trip planned for Halloween. Mm -hmm. So then we get back and we only have November and December because all my interns start January 4th. So I guess pick the month, right? You, there's there's November, December, there's no good month because one's Thanksgiving and one's Christmas. I guess November is better. No, yeah. Because we have had lots of years where we haven't done Thanksgiving with my family. The only hitch would be how do we add Chicago in on the way home? <laughs> well, that's easy. But yeah, I, I, th- I think, so it sounds like we should like now start looking at one month rentals south yeah. in November. The alternative would be, I mean, we could consider December this year because it's, again, I know you don't, you don't plan things this way, but it's the year that my whole family, like all of my siblings are with their in-laws because we do every other so that everybody's together one year, every mm-hmm. other year. And I'm pretty sure this is the off year. Oh. My parents might join us for Christmas wherever we are. I like it because it, you know, it it's for for both of my jobs. It's a low period, December. It's a fairly quiet yeah. period, and I still have to work. But you know, I could start at six a.m. and be done by two o'clock, and then we can go out exploring. Yeah, and we could even do two weeks somewhere and then two weeks somewhere else in the same state. You know, do yeah. I don't even know where we would go. I I, I understand that we have a list of states. I just I don't, start, I don't know where I would want to you know, be. Start for, in the Nashville area, and then the next step would be, you know, parts of uh, of you know South Carolina. You know, you're you're only it's a five hour six hour drive. Yeah, but you're kind of in that vicinity for those for that month. Right. Uh, with the promise that you know, do a day trip down to Florida to see my family for Christmas or something. Yeah. No, it, I, I think we can figure something out. But it'd be cool enough where we could still yeah. still ride if we wanted to. It's also a matter of me making sure that my work agrees to this. Yeah. Which they're probably am- more amenable to this kind of situation now that we've proven that our entire office is pretty efficient from home. And I could rent this place for a month, couldn't we? Totally. I would just throw a lock on the beer room and throw stuff that we don't want out for people in that room. I would, I mean, I'd probably just say everything but the washing machines off limits because it's all just bikes and beer downstairs. I know. But my point is we could lock up the beer room. Yeah. And, but like whatever I don't, you know, my grandmother's teacups that I was given after she, we, whatever, yeah. like just throw some stuff that we really don't want mm-hmm. tenants messing around with Yeah. in that room and lock it up. But yeah, I think we could rent it. Hmm. So what where where do you want to where do you want to be a year from now in like what 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 do you think would because we'll do this a year from now what do you think would be we're sitting here next April Yeah, I mean what have I, you done? I guess other than getting really pregnant <sighs> like super pregnant uh, this time next year we're selling your bike pregnant. Wow, my bike, you have 3. I'm the one making the sacrifices. You're the one that chose to get pregnant. Your body. Oh, oh, I hope you get comments for that one. Um, No, I mean, 
I think my goal last year was to, to really truly feel more comfortable on the bike, which I feel like I've accomplished. But I think next year I would love to not feel like there are kind of beginner mistakes that I'm pretty consistently making. Like I'd like to, to feel like I'm, I'm a better rider. Yep. If that, that sounds so simplistic, but like, I just think that I still make a lot of pretty consistent mistakes, especially with tight corners and tight turns that I'd like to say in a year, I'm not making those anymore. But you have to also be willing to do what I do and go to like down the street and just screw around in the parking lot for five minutes, you know, work on your emergency braking. Yeah. It's hard with you. And I know that you disagree, Just screw around. but are our experiences learning to ride and learning to get better at riding are so different. I mean, you jumped on a bike and you were off like no questions, no lack of confidence in your abilities. But I, I also dropped it a lot. I mean, I screwed up a lot took too. took a really long time to feel comfortable on my bike. And now that I'm there, like now, now this is the season where I need to improve on the things that feel like if if it was the wrong timing with other cars, I could have a problem. I mean, I, I don't actually think that I'm like a danger on the road. Mm-hmm. I think you would tell me if you thought I was a danger on the road. But I think that there are instances of me crossing lines when I take a really tight turn, which I only take when I, you know, after coming to a stop sign, if there's a really bad angle to turn right, I end up over the lines and I only go when there's no other car anywhere around because I'm aware that I'm going to screw it up. I would, I would like to minimize those problems. And I understand that that's going to take me actually practicing. And it's not training. It's not like with me telling you what to do. It's just sort of like coming to a stop on a flat parking area and just doing a really hard left and hard right, you know, doing your figure eights, those kind of things. Because I think that for you and I to actually try, like if you and I are. Oh, I also don't like interstates. If you and I are in December. The majority of motorcycle riders that are new absolutely have to start riding in a city because the majority of people will live in cities. Mm-hmm. You've been really lucky. But I think if you and I go someplace else in December, you're going to be around stoplights and people and merging traffic and high speed people cutting you off. Like like on day zero, we're going to be in a, we're going to be in Raleigh and it's going to be like, or Nashville, people everywhere. I get it. But I mean, yesterday was what my third ride of the season. And Uh I agreed to go through the places that had every single red light that we came to. And I could have said we were taking the route that didn't have a single red light. I don't, I don't actually care what you do with your time this summer. No, I know. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm simply saying that if you want to get over those anxieties, you have so much ample parking spots here to practice them. I understand. I'm being a little bit defensive because I feel like you made it sound like I avoid any opportunity to be in traffic. And yesterday alone, which was day three riding of the entire season, I went through. I realized that our yeah, we uh, have no traffic. traffic is nothing compared to most places, but it was our version of traffic. And it was every single light we came to turned red. And mm-hmm. I mean, 
I have no option but to do those. Like, I don't, how else am I going to prepare? Are you suggesting that I travel down to Boston? No, you can replicate Boston though here. Okay. You can do emergency stops. You can feather the clutch and do low speed stuff. You can do counter steer obstacle avoidances. You can kind of screw around in a parking lot and simulate that to where when it happens, it won't be like the only option is death. Yeah. But I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just saying that. Yes, you are. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just saying that we can go to Boston and die or you can practice up here. Right. But he's not saying that I have to do that. It's your choice. It's your Mm -hmm. choice. Mm -hmm. It's my choice whether I live or die. It is. (laughs) It's totally your choice. All right. No, I, I, I don't disagree with you. I just think I'm not being given enough credit for what I've already done this season, which is only three rides. But I'm not just saying let's go around the lake like I was last year. No, you're you're doing great. I just watch you ride, and I hear in your voice that you still have. I still have anxieties about certain things. Yeah, and I, I'm telling you, I, all I'm saying is this I know, isn't, but I'm not prescribing you. Hold on, I'm not prescribing you what to do. You kind of are. I'm saying that the good news is, Heather, there is a cure for what your problem is. You don't have to do this. No, I know. But I also think that me exposing myself to the things that I don't like doing, like turning left onto Rudsboro, which is, you know, slightly sharper than other turns onto other roads. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think me making myself do those things means I will have to get better at them with time. I didn't actually butcher that yesterday. No. I was worried about it, and then I did it fine. It was I took it slower than you might have, but it was fine. I wasn't at risk of dropping the bike. You're doing great. No, but my point... You are. <laughs> my you, point you're, is, you're doing, I think if I keep exposing myself to those things that I don't like doing, yep. I have to improve at them because there's no other option. I yeah. can't just be consistently crappy at them. I just know at some point we're going to go through a big city, and I'm just worried that you're you're going to have a problem. Okay. Not like a murder yourself problem, but like well, you've you've talked about me dying for like three like, minutes so far. But like basically getting knocked over in traffic or something. You know, I just I don't want I I I would just like to avoid that happening to you. By us taking some steps now. That's that's my only understood real like prescription. I, I appreciate guess. your concern, but I mean, but, I think we're saying the same thing that yeah. I need to improve in these areas. You and I just would have two different approaches to that. But I do think what we're doing, though, although we've at least acknowledged, and, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that you know we've acknowledged that you don't like long distance touring. Although I, I think that with skill, that may change. Uh, yeah, I I was the only long distance anything that I've done, which nobody else listening to this would call long distance, was three and a half hours north to get engaged. Yeah. But that was my longest distance. So I don't know that I would say that I don't like it. I think that I haven't done it enough to know what I think is too far for me to tolerate. Because yep. the three and a half hours, we stopped once to get off the bike for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And that was it, yep. wasn't it? I don't remember. I think that was it. I was trying to keep my bike upright because my left pocket had this big fat diamond ring in oh it. Oh my gosh. And, the, and it was just, 
I was like had to constantly give my right handle bar inputs. Oh and yeah, it, it was really it's a long three and a half hours. Well, I weight weight the bike. distribution on a bike is really important. Mm-hmm. Diamonds are heavy. I had to put like twelve beers in my right yeah. box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, no, so but I just don't think that it's fair to say that I don't like long distance riding. I know that I haven't given it enough of a shot, but I also know that I need to put more effort into becoming more comfortable on highways too. So something that I I don't love going super fast, I guess, but I also know that it's a hazard to go too slow. Mm-hmm. So that's something else that I need to work on this year. But again, yesterday, ride three, I only took you one exit, but it was still highway time. Yeah. That's more than you saw me on the highway last year, although I did take it myself last year. So baby steps. Everything I've done has taken me way longer than you're, it took you to get used to it. You're doing great. Mm-hmm. For our area, you're doing fine. I, we we just move at a slower pace up here. Okay. We should do Car Coney Island trip on bikes. No. See. <laughs> That'd be a perfect opportunity. New York City. Absolutely Big not. Big Apple. No. It's your birthday weekend, right? I'm saying no. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think I would ever want to ride both of us on the bike for six hours. That just isn't fun to me. No. Hmm. Uh, is there anything else that you, I know you probably want to make dinner because it's 630. Um, is there anything else that, because we'll do this a year from now, so... Well, last year, I think we met twice. Oh, we I did? I think we started at the start of the season and then the end of the season. There was an end of? Uh, maybe middle. Okay. It might have been like June or July. Oh. It was before we were engaged. So before mm. August. We were just... I was courting you then. <laughs> Seven years of courting. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. No, I can't think of anything else. I mean, maybe we should check in at the end of the season and see how I'm feeling. Or we can wait for a full year. I don't care. Well, we're at 50 minutes. I don't need to be a recurring guest. It's been a long episode. People are going to be... Well, the first part of it you need to get rid of anyways, but yeah. Oh, that's true. Right. Because it's actually like 10 minutes less than that. Yeah. Okay. That's good. No, I I think, uh, you know, last year was... And I'm not just talking about COVID, but in general, like a lot of stuff got canceled. So it wasn't really a fun year. It was kind of a wash. Um, so this year should be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited for three trainings this year that I'm taking. You're a boss. I'm taking none. Um, but, you know, you do have that poppy scholarship. You can use whatever, whatever you want. I know. I'll I'll look at my options. I just the women's training is not just going to be women. So yeah, if it was almost full, you'd. you'd I also a, and I'm not I'm not trying to use it as an excuse, but with the wedding and then trips associated with it, I am taking a lot of time off this year already. I know that already from different trips that you and I are taking on or off bikes mm-hmm. plus the wedding weekend plus a trip that we're taking after. Like I just need to be careful with my time because I don't want to have very little time next year. Yeah. So I'm trying to keep an eye on that. I'm too. only going to have 140 hours next year. You're such a jerk. <laughs> I don't know how I do it. 
All right, we'll stop recording then. I think I think we got okay. enough. Uh, what's, for di- what's for dinner tonight? You said you were going to throw stuff together. Yeah, you're going to have some form of a gyro wrap. Ooh. I'm probably going to have a frozen burrito. That's it? Chicken nuggets. I told you I was throwing stuff together. Maybe we'll get takeout. <laughs> That's all that you want. That sounds good. I'm still working until like nine to nine. I need to get a little bit more work done probably for my other job. Yeah. Poor dog. His hand cuddles all day. There's still a car on the rail trail. Mm. All right. Well, it's been real. Yep. See you next year. Bye, dear. <laughs>